Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome to this episode on the podcast, all about workshops and how I got my business going and really got it started using workshops. They were so pivotal to me. So I want to share with you in this episode why I started running workshops in my business and how they kickstarted my business really and helped me start creating regular income. And it's not necessarily going to be a thing for everyone, but there's many clients I've got to start running workshops because I just think it's such a fantastic way to really create momentum, create connections, build rapport, create relationships with people that will then want to work with you further as well, you know, if you're offering a solution to their problem or you know something that they desire to create in their lives. So they're fantastic. I I love workshops. Um so I'm going to share with you those things and just my journey of the first few workshops that I ran and what I went through with them, what that was like, you know, trying to fill those workshops and, you know, all the feels. Actually, I'm in Melbourne right now visiting for a couple of weeks and I just had brunch with some friends on Saturday and we got talking about this and they were saying to me, oh, you should create a podcast episode on it. And do you know what? That's actually when I first had the download for this podcast, it was one of the things I wrote down to create a podcast episode on. So I thought now is the time to create a podcast episode on this and I'm actually going to do a follow-up episode next week on running my first online course and the first few launches I did, how that went, numbers that I got, my massive failure launch, which at the time, you know, felt like death, but I can now (laughs) laugh about and share the lessons of, which I, I managed to completely turn around at the last minute by ditching everything I was doing before, changing completely the way I went about it. And it taught me such incredible, valuable lessons about running courses and running courses in the early stage of your business. So definitely, definitely check out that episode as well. This is going to be like the warm up episode for that episode, I feel. All right. So running workshops, how, um, why I got started with them and how they really helped my business get going. So I got, uh, well, so fast forward to before I, um, started running them. I had started selling my abundance planner and tracker, which is a low cost digital product that I created for myself to help me get a handle on my money, be able to live off an inconsistent income, be able to save and get ahead. If you don't know that story, head over and check out my episode on how I saved 30K without having my shit together. I, in that, I go through my money journey. And 
um, and share about how the Abundance Planner Tracker came about. So it came about not because I was trying to create a product for a business. It was just very organic and natural as part of my own journey and process. And, you know, it was such a game changer for me and such a game changer for other people that then I decided to make it available for sale. And then I wanted to start doing money coaching with people. I already did coaching. I was obsessed with money and changing your money mindset and having a healthy money mindset that enabled you to live your true passion and purpose in life and earn money from it and be able to make it sustainable financially. So I was wanting to start doing coaching specific to that area as well. And since launching my Abundance Plan and Tracker, the initial launch went really well. I, I just did a soft launch. I was completely blown away with how well it went and people just bought it. Like all these people I didn't know just bought it. And and I initially just made it available for sale, I think for like seven days or 14 days. And then I closed it off so that for the first month, I would actually kind of help everyone get started on it and do more of a like, okay, now accountability thing, I guess. And through that process, I wanted to just make sure that the whole process of selling it worked and people were able to just get started using it and understand it. So I felt like, okay, I will just sell it for this period, deal with those first sales, make sure everything's gone smoothly. And then I can just put it back up for sale, just making sure that the whole process works. And so I did that, but I, oh my goodness, I was paralyzed after that had gone really well. And I had made, um, it's like $1,200 in that first week. Yeah. It was seven days that I did it for, which for me at the time, I had no audience. I had never, ever put content out around this. And I launched it in one Facebook group, uh, was amazing. And I, what I found after that though, was the, my inner saboteur, my part of myself that was like, oh, that's too good. Or I can't have that. I literally was frozen and I had wanted to use that momentum to keep putting out content to, you know, be using my email list and, you know, use that momentum to get going and keep selling more abundance planners and trackers and move into more coaching. But I was so paralyzed. I just couldn't do anything. I don't know if you know the feeling. It was like, I couldn't create any content. I just couldn't do anything. I, I would, and I could be, I was aware of it while I was in it, but it just didn't feel like I could get past it. I, I was totally paralyzed by fear and, you know, all of my beliefs around myself. So then I, I managed a few months later to, you know, put out in, I think it was actually the same group, some free coaching, doing like 10 free coaching sessions. Cause I just wanted to practice the way that I would structure my money coaching and, um, and also get some testimonials and, you know, just have, have a space where I could play and really explore how I wanted to do it a little bit. And so I did that, but I, again, I just, I, I couldn't get myself to then take the next steps 
to create content, to create offers, to put my offers out there to people. And I was just totally messing around in all the background tasks, all the backend activities. I signed up for this business coaching course I'd been wanting to do for ages, which I think was about 2000 US dollars. And I was like, yep, this is going to get me going. And I just kept, you know, fiddling around with backend things like my website or creating videos and blogs that I then never posted. Oh my God. I lived with a professional cinematographer at this time or around this time. And he even helped set up a full professional setup of videos, like $100,000 video camera kind of thing and lights. And I was just so paralyzed by it. And I felt, I just felt like an imposter and out of place and unworthy to even just teach the things that you know, I authentically would teach people and, you know, were part of my abundance planner tracker and the success I'd created for myself. And I had such a hard time with it. So I was basically getting absolutely nowhere is what I'm getting at. And it had now been almost a year since I'd launched the abundance planner tracker and I had just not been able to do anything to create any momentum or traction to keep moving forward. And so, you know, I was feeling pretty disheartened, pretty shit. And I had been to this space somewhere where I'd left my drink bottle. And so I was going back to go and pick up my drink bottle. And I had called the woman to make sure that it was there, the woman that managed the space. And I went there and I picked up my drink bottle from her and we just started having a little chat because we had some mutual friends and I was telling her about what I was doing with the money work. And I think, I think telling her that I was feeling a bit stuck with it. And she said to me, you should run a workshop. And I previously had wanted to have it all online, build everything online and not do in-person stuff. I, I really wanted a location independent business, but also if I'm really honest, I was totally terrified of doing anything in person. I, I have such stuff around, you know, like no one wants me. That's like my core wounding thing. And so I never want to put myself in a position where that's tested or where it might be exposed. And, you know, no one signs up and I've booked a space or two people sign up. That would be my worst fear than no one signs up because then everyone would see that no one wants me and be like, oh, why am I here? Um, so it would be terrifying. And, and I, you know, I'm a very introverted person. And when I'm really in my living from my identity and beliefs and not from my power and greatness, I, I shrink away from things and I really just kind of stay on the outskirts and in the background and, and I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to be seen. I want to be like, I'm totally independent and I don't need anyone. And, you know, I don't need anyone basically. And really put that, feel that and put that front up. So putting out a workshop was just such a vulnerable idea to me. You know, I'd only still pretty recently moved to Melbourne. I had, I didn't have like a big community. As I said, like I'm a, a pretty introverted person. Um, but her saying that, I don't know what it was, but there was something inside me that just thought, yes, that's absolutely what I need to do. I've been fucking around for an entire year 
creating videos. I haven't posted, trying to write blogs. I don't know, probably doing website shit, like doing all this shit that just didn't do anything to actually get my business going. And exactly what I need is to run a workshop. And so she had said, she said to me, you should run a workshop. She had done some one day ones and half day ones with a mutual friend, someone I also knew. And she told me, you know, how they did it, that they just booked a hotel a space, space in a hotel f- for a half day or a day and charged about this much and just did it. And I just, it just clicked. And she said to me, if you run the workshop, I'll come because I, I'd love to come and learn about what you're teaching about with money. And so I thought, right, done. I'm doing it. And I literally went home And I was like, okay, I'm going to set it up. So it's in four weeks. There's no reason to wait. I called around some hotels. I managed to get at the Ridges Hotel on Swanston. If you know, if you know Melbourne, um, they were going to give me, I think it was usually a thousand dollars to book the space, but because it was going to be my first one, they were going to charge me $300 from looking around. That seemed like the price I was going to need to pay was about $300 for a space for the day. I did, I did like a short day, 10 till 4 PM and I booked it. And do you know what? That made me start doing all the things I wasn't doing because I literally paid for a space. I didn't want to look like a fucking idiot. It made me start doing marketing. I literally hadn't done any marketing up until this point. And what I mean by that is like Facebook posts about, you know, my, my work and what I'm doing or just about money and content around money. I literally had done nothing. I could not get myself to do it because it was just too challenging to my ego, fears, doubts, and insecurities. You know, I just fucked around on all the back end shit that doesn't mean shit when you're getting started in business. So I started creating all this context. I was like, I've got a workshop in four weeks and I started promoting it. And that was a game changer for me in my business that made me promote something. I was accountable to something and not just something online, not just like a webinar where it's like, it doesn't really matter how many people sign up because no one's going to know or a free thing because no one's going to know. It was just, just because it was in person, it changed the whole game for me. And it was so positive. So that was the first thing. It got me marketing myself and starting to build traction and momentum through that. And people getting to know me as the money person, putting out this money content, sharing this money information that you know they're finding valuable, they're finding helpful. It was fucking terrifying. Uh, and so I think I charged $97 or something, but somehow I sold most of them half price. Or maybe I did just make the first one $50. I thought I I thought I did make it more like a hundred dollars and then, you know, just had an early bird thing of tip of half price. I can't remember, but anyway, I think essentially I sold most of the tickets for $50. Um, and I had almost a full room. So my room uh I maybe could fit 14 people or 16. And I had 12 or 14. I'd have to actually go look up my old Excel spreadsheets, Um, but pretty much a full space. And I was stoked. I was so happy. It was mostly through my networks, like creating a Facebook 
event and then sharing it on Facebook and having people share. And so it was mostly people that I knew that came, which was great. I'm so grateful to all of the people that came to my first workshop. I feel like that was such a supportive thing and putting trust and faith in me for my first workshop. And I had this feeling, you know, like I'm doing a whole day. Like I didn't start with short ones, shorter ones. And I almost felt like, oh, I don't know how, how I'm even going to do this and how am I going to remember everything I need to say and even decide what I'm going to say. It was such this weird process of, you know, when you do something so for the first time, it's so stepping into the unknown, you really don't know how you're going to do it up until you're doing it. Like you really don't know how it's going to play out and how it's going to happen. It was like that. And, um, and, but it went really well, although uh, I got, I learned so much from it, obviously. And I put all this time and effort into things that totally didn't matter. Like I was like, oh, you know, I want to have an amazing goodie bag for everyone. So like, it's a really awesome workshop. And so I went and got all these sponsors for the workshop to donate their products so that all of the participants could have them. And I got, um, oh, what's it called? This kombucha company that's actually in Brunswick in Melbourne where I'm in right now. Um, I'm having a total mental blank. Uh, Good Brew. Good Brew Kombucha, which is actually my favorite kombucha. They make amazing kombucha. So I didn't know Dino at the time who owns and runs it. And yeah, and he donated a case of kombucha so that everyone got this awesome kombucha. And I had another woman, Dee Harvey, donate her teas. She's a naturopath, these little sample tea things. And there was a couple of other things uh, that we had that I'm not remembering right now, or maybe that was it. I thought there was one more thing. But anyway, you know, I put those things didn't matter. I didn't need to do that. That was not a good use of my time and energy. And no one seemed to even really care. No one was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Um, they, yeah. So I wouldn't do that again. Um, but that was my first workshop. Yeah, it went really well. And so then I decided I want to keep doing them every month. And it, it just obviously it helped my credibility. It got me to do marketing, which as I said, I was not doing at all. And it also got me to start structuring my work. So I had to put together what is the sequence that I would teach someone in a workshop for getting started? What's the exercises that we're going to do? And I realized in that first one that, oh, I put way too much in there and it was just too too much for people really getting started. And so then the next one, I cut down the content. My third one, I cut down the con- I cut down the content every workshop because um, it was just too much to get through. But obviously I was wanting to over deliver and give so much value, but I started to learn the value, I guess, also of ha- you know having a lot of space and time on each of the exercises and, and just doing enough so that you can really integrate it and not so much that you're like, oh, whoa, that's so much. I you know, I'm overwhelmed, which, um, which happens if you do too much. And that's something that's been something I've had to learn over and over again. Cause I always want to put too much in there. Um, and I also just wanted to share about my second workshop. So the first one, you know, I don't really recall how the ticket sales went, but you know, I booked the space and I just marketed it to the end and I got enough people and my boyfriend, who's still my current partner, it came along and it was 
Oh, not too early on in our relationship, I guess about six months in, but it was, it was super vulnerable having him come, but great. My sister came down from Sydney for it and took photos and some video clips. And so that was awesome support. So I had some great support with me uh, and that really helped. Then my second workshop, I booked a different space, which was around about the same price, but it was a co-working space that just was a better vibe, really. It was really light, really beautiful. And I had, I think, about two tickets sold on the Monday beforehand, and the workshop was on the Saturday or Sunday. And I remember my partner has found my getting started with my business really challenging because he has a hard time with the vulnerability of it as if it's not vulnerable enough for me already. Like he just kind of, it's been such a process for him to learning to just let me be vulnerable and hang with the tension. And so when I only had two people signed up a week out, he said to me, oh babe, you know, you can just cancel it. You don't have to do it. You know, if you've only got two people, just cancel it. And I was like, no, I can't cancel it. If I cancel it, you know, I can't get to the next step. The only way you get to the next steps is by doing the first steps, which are fucking awkward, fucking hard, fucking uncomfortable. That's just what you've got to do. And I'm not canceling it. Don't say that to me. No way. And, um, and so I went ahead and do you know what? By the Friday, I had it booked out and it was actually the biggest workshop uh, as in number of people that I had come, I only did one more of this workshop after this. And I had sold it out by the end of the week. And it was just one of those things where you don't know when you are at any stage of your business, literally, but especially those early stages, you have to step into the unknown. You cannot do it if you don't step into the unknown and be vulnerable and maybe look stupid, maybe something flops. You cannot do it unless you you go through those steps. I actually remember talking to someone, I don't remember who it is right now, but I remember talking to someone who said she wouldn't, like that was the thing that stopped her from getting started with her business because she didn't want to go through the phase where you don't have anyone show up or you only have a few people show up. She wanted to step straight into, you know, everything's booked out. You've got all these super fans all of this kind of thing. And I was like, no, you've got to go through these first steps. Otherwise you don't get to those next steps. Everyone you're looking at and feeling jealous of or envious of, oh, well, it's easy for them. They just put something on and they've got all these people on the email list or all these fans and it just books out. They all went through the steps of no one's commenting on my shit, no one knows who I am, or I'm creating this workshop or this course, and I don't know if anyone's going to come. Everyone goes through that, and you've got to go through that to get where you want to go. And even like build a positive association with that. Yes, you know, I'm having my first workshops that only two people came, or five people came, or 10 people came, or no one signed up. And great, because that's a step that had to happen. And there might be, you know, 
a stage of that step and that's got to happen for me to get to the next step, but I only get to the next one by going through this one. If you can adopt that mentality, you will go far because you've got to be willing to be in the unknown, to not know how it's going to work out, to be totally vulnerable. And you know, I got nowhere for so long because I didn't want to be vulnerable. I was not prepared to be vulnerable. Even before I started the money coaching stuff, when I was doing sexuality coaching and I tried to launch an online offering and I was doing this webinar and I was trying to sell into this three-part webinar thing and I had no one sign up. I had one person tell me she really wanted me, really wanted to sign up, but she couldn't afford it. And and it was quite a low cost thing. And otherwise I had no one sign up. And I remember, you know, feeling pretty terrible about it, but also at least no one saw it. You know, I wasn't being vulnerable, even though I was doing some things, I wasn't really stepping into it. And you know what? The magic happens in life and in your business when you decide to get vulnerable and you step into that and you go for it. And, you know, there can be ways in which you can do that and it can really um, burn you, I guess. But if you are But that happens when you are trying to use that to get validation for what you're doing. And then it can just be like, oh my God, this most getting stung or getting burned experience because you didn't get that validation and it hurt so bad. But when you can really come from your heart space of this is what I want to share and that's not based on whether... 10 people come to my workshop or hundred people come to my workshop or one person comes to my workshop is what I want to share. And yes, your, your ego is going to have a reaction, but if you can predominantly be in your heart space of what you're actually wanting to share with the world, it doesn't burn you. It doesn't kill you. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't set you back going through that experience. It propels you forward because you create momentum with it. You just you do. And I think workshops are a fantastic way to do that. So if you can, you know, if you're trying to get started in your business or you're trying to get momentum and you're not really sure how, I highly recommend workshops. I highly recommend in-person things. My business is all online now, apart from if I get invited to speak somewhere, like I'm doing a workshop on Tuesday at FedSquare, but that's because FedSquare booked me to run the workshop. Um, But I just think there is like the power of in-person blows away online. You build so much more rapport with someone when they see you in person. The number of people that have seen me speak at something or been to one of my workshops and then signed up with me because they felt connected to me in just a different way to when you just see people online. Plenty of people do get their businesses started just purely online. And I think that is fucking amazing because I definitely think that's the harder way to do it. It might seem easier because you never have to really put yourself on the line like in person, but it's that putting yourself on the line and being physically in front of someone that actually helps build traction faster and build rapport faster. So it might seem counter to what you might think, but I think in-person stuff is definitely the easiest way to get momentum going in your business. Even even though it seems like, oh, I've got a smaller audience to market to than online, it's so much easier to hide online. If someone comes to your workshop online, they feel more anonymous, like they can just slip out 
slip off Zoom or whatever, and you're not even going to notice. Um, so yeah, doing stuff in person and doing workshops is a real game changer. And you go through the awkward phase, like I was saying. And so the other thing that it did, so I've gone through that, you know, it helped my credibility. It forced me to do create content and do marketing. I was doing zero before that. Um, it really made me do it. it. It helped me start structuring my work. And so then what happened was it, it helped me sell into my next things. So I'm not sure if I actually was very successful selling coaching in those first few workshops, maybe a session or two, but really not much. I didn't have a structure for my coaching actually at that time, like a, a structured program. But what it did was I then started running a course with um, a friend of mine, an in-person money course with Claire Elizabeth D, if you know her. We started running a course together. And so then I sold people from that workshop into the course and like it gave them that next step. My coaching, I didn't, I didn't have like a structured thing to really sell people on my coaching, which is why that didn't work. But we sold into the course because that was structured and we were offering like a really specific outcome to people. And then some of those people have gone on to do other courses of mine or coaching with me. And so it just helps create those next steps. I couldn't have done that course. I couldn't have created that course with Claire had I not done my own workshops first. I just needed it. And it was from that course that that helped me realize I was ready to create my own course. And I created my own online course. And through structuring my own online course, that helped me create the structure of my coaching program. The first program that I had that was actually a really structured program of we work through these things in these steps. And that helped me actually sell my first people into a three-month coaching program because I had a structured program for them to go into. So it was just like, you know, that next step, next step, next step. So then yes, I could start running courses and then I could figure out, okay, how to really create results with people in coaching, like in a specific structured way. And then that could sell people into my coaching and then get those results for people in my coaching, which is ultimately the most rewarding thing is when you work out how to really help people and make that happen and grow your business. So just totally pivotal and, um, and you know, awkward and uncomfortable, but totally necessary. So if you're in those early stages, I just really invite you to consider what can I do to just really put myself out there? And maybe it's going to be really vulnerable and maybe I am terrified of it. Maybe you're like me and you feel like I'm not a people person. Lots of people don't know me. I'm not magnetic. Um, I'm, I don't know anyone that lives here but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to try it anyway. So that was definitely the case for me. And especially just with where I was at that point in my life, like I I feel a lot different now, but it's still my underlying default unconscious. You know, we've all got our unconscious wounds. We've all got our unconscious core things. And for me, it's no one wants me. I, I don't belong. I don't fit in. I'm not part of it and no one will want to come to my thing. Um, And if you don't recognize that those things are unconsciously running, then that's just literally what you live by because you just unconsciously assume it's true. And to do something that completely challenges that is fucking 
terrifying because your whole system's like, this is unsafe, abort, abort, stop, no way, we can't do something like that, fuck no, we're going to die. But you're not going to die and you'll prove yourself wrong. So that's what I want to share with you on workshops, how that got my business going. And then I hope you can also just take from it, like, even if workshops isn't going to be the thing for you, some of those core things and how they might apply to you, like what those core principles were that really helped me start getting momentum and take those next steps in your business. Because if you're feeling stuck, you know, even if you're not at that very beginning stage, you just got to ask yourself, what's the next thing? that I'm avoiding, that I'm not doing, that I, I'm terrified of doing, that I would feel like I would never do, that I feel like I'm totally not ready for. And do it. Just do it. Set a date, set a time, make it happen and step into that big, beautiful unknown where all the magic happens. All right. That brings me to the end of this episode. As I said, I'm going to do my next episode on my getting started with my um, my online course, my first few launches, my massive fail launch. That's honestly, I'm not sure if I've ever felt so bad in my life, like physically sick, bad about myself and bad about life as during this launch. It was, oh, it was up there. Um, But you can take heart and know that I, by ditching everything and and taking a totally different approach. I totally turned that baby around (laughs) and made the most money I'd ever made uh, in that short amount of time. Um, So I'm going to be sharing with you that next week. Definitely you want to listen to that episode, especially if you're here at the end of this episode. All right. I'm sending you lots of love. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, or if you're not on Instagram, share it on Facebook and just share your number one takeaway that you got from this episode or what you loved about it and tag me at alexh.co so I can see it uh, and I can share it as well onto my stories. That would be amazing. You know, I was also chatting with some of my friends at this brunch I had on Saturday because actually it turned out maybe about half of them or maybe not quite were podcasters. And we were talking about how when you're listening to a podcast, you're usually not in a position where you can share something on social media or go and write a review. And so it's kind of like, oh, I'll do that later because usually you're driving or you're running or you're walking and your hands aren't really free to be on your phone. So I get that if that's the case. And if that's the case for you, I I would love it if you just made like a little mental note or if you could just do the screenshot and you can share it later on your Instagram stories, that would mean the world. All right. Sending you lots of love. Can't wait to hear how you found this episode, what you got from it, your biggest takeaway, and I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao.